The information provided is not a substitute for legal and other professional advice where the facts and circumstances warrant. People should always consult their own legal or other professional advisors and discuss the facts and circumstances that apply to their specific circumstances. The information shared on Ask the Landlord is for educational purposes only. Hello, everyone, and we're back with another episode of Ask the Landlord with our favorite landlord, Albert Dweck. I'm Melissa. I'm one of Albert's producers and a former New York City, Pittsburgh, Lafayette, Louisiana, and Washington, D.C. renter. Together, we're going to be asking this landlord some questions. If you have a question for Albert, leave us a voicemail on the Ask the Landlord hotline. That number is 646-580-3015, and we'll play your question and answer it on this show. All right, Albert, we just talked a lot about houses and buying and selling. So what are some things that surround closing costs? What are they and what should a buyer expect? It's a great question, Melissa. And again, we talked about in other podcasts that there's so many um, different parties really to this transaction and um, different people and institutions that are involved and they're needing to handle the money or the transaction and they you know there's a lot of cost that goes into that and Mm -hmm. uh you know i'm gonna i mean uh cliffhanger you know they're not losing money on those costs right right so um and my experience also every municipality and state has different taxes that they have uh, around these transactions, mansion taxes and transfer taxes and mortgage recording taxes. And you know, so the state or a city, um, you know, knows that these big transactions are happening and they want to, they want to get a piece of that, you know, uh, so they <laughs> do that. Uh, then there's also something to note about, you know, your lender, if you're getting a mortgage, they're lending you, they have the first lien on the house, right? So let's say you're getting a mortgage for 80% and they're, you know, they're then they say, well, we want to make sure that your insurance is paid so that if something happens to the house, we're okay. And they want to also make sure that the taxes, the real estate taxes are paid. So they might include those in your mortgage payment and also start including them in what's paid up front, right? So your lender is going to maybe include some payments of that up front into escrow. Either they're going to say, well, we want to pay a quarter of the year's real estate taxes in advance. Plus, we're going to make sure we establish so that we have enough payments to make the payments when they come due, right? And the bank might do that for you. Uh, insurance also, like the bank will say, okay, well, you have an insurance policy. We're going to make sure that you paid that and it's in place for the closing. And we're going to make sure we have enough money to make the first payments on that. So those are closing costs. Also, then obviously there's usually, uh, sorry. So let me, I'm going to say something obvious, but not so obvious, right? The house and the land happen to be two different things. There's a, the house and the land, right? Mm-hmm. And those are, the house is attached to the land, right? 
And the way that you're buying the house is called real estate. So it's attached to the land. So it's part of the property. So it's not like a movable property, right? So what, what, when you're transferring ownership, it's done by paper. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. So then you need people. So then that's called transferring title. So somebody owns the house mm-hmm. right? and then they're selling the house to you, but they're not, you're not picking up the house and taking it somewhere. You're, you're just taking a piece of paper that says you own the house. Mm-hmm. So you need someone to say that you're actually buying it from this person and that it's you're the owner and that he was or she was the owner that was actually selling it to you. Okay. That's title. That's short. title. Right. And then what if this person didn't really own the house or didn't have the right to sell the house and that was discovered after? That's what title insurance is for. And that covers you for how long? Forever. Right. Okay. But but you're you're going to pay for the title to search mm-hmm. that the guy owns the house, how he owns the house, and to you know to have the transaction managed in a way that you get clear title to the house mm-hmm. that you don't have a problem when you want to sell it to somebody else. Right. It's basically to make sure everything's clean. There's nothing outstanding on the house. They've paid. This includes them paying all their taxes, right? Yes, okay. because because yeah. the taxes, another thing we I want to make sure the oh. taxes, you know, your mortgage is the first mortgage, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not the most senior lien, which is the something that could affect the title, is the taxes. So the taxes mm-hmm. are the, the thing that gets paid first. By me? No. In the priority of- okay. Let's say, so you have your mortgage, right? Right. So the bank is going to lend you 80% of the value of the house, right? Mm -hmm. And they're what's called, you know, first position lender. They're going to be the first mortgage, okay? Mm -hmm. So, but they want to make sure that there's nothing, that there's no obligation in front of them that wasn't met. Okay. Or that could, they could lose their first position. There are some things that could do that. And that would be the tax, the real estate taxes. They come before the mortgage. That's why okay. That's why the bank is going to make sure that the real estate taxes are paid as part of the mortgage. Because, And the reason why it's important is because very often, mostly, is that the real estate taxes are a small percentage of the value of the house. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you're buying a house for $100,000 and the real estate taxes are 1000 or 2000 and the bank's not going to get screwed for their mortgage by a $2,000 bill right. when their bill is 80. Mm-hmm. So they want to make sure that that's paid. And then mm-hmm. that sometimes, um, let's say that the prior owner had uh, a contractor do some work and he didn't pay the contractor or the contractor had some dispute and the contractor put a lien on the property. Oh, That's called a mechanics lien. So that's something else the title search does, looks for. Ooh, I didn't know that one. So now the... The you want to make sure that you're buying, so the guy the property can't be transferred unless this lien is settled. Wow, how long does this take usually a title search? A few days. A few no. days. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It's just a lot of due diligence, right? Yeah. yeah. And then they charge you for each one of these things. You know. Oh fun. Um, 
you know, they charge you for checking your credit. They charge you for doing the lien. They charge you for mm-hmm. delivering the documents, showing up at the closing. Uh, then there's a guy who comes to the closing to do the closing. You pay him, her, um, yeah. the bank uh, sending you FedExes. You're like, I sent FedEx before. It's like $30. Why do they charge me $100? You know, that's ah. all. So those are, you know, those are things that you have to, you'll see closing costs. So closing costs, you know, there's the, you're paying, you're paying your lawyer, usually, mm-hmm. in, in New York, in New Jersey, whatever. I don't know if in Pennsylvania. I don't sure. think there's no, oh. You have a lawyer? I don't think there's lawyers in PA, but I could be wrong. So in your transaction, you have a purchase and sale contract? Yes. Who's handling it? A real sale group? agreement. The real estate agent. The real estate yeah. agent. And then there's a title company? Yes. So there's a title. They might have the lawyer. That's where no, the the title go. company has the authority. You don't have to have okay. a lawyer in some states, right? The mm-hmm. title company has you're, – you're going through the title company to and – and the real estate agent's probably using a form of contract that's typical. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, but then if there's any concerns that you want to you want to add them into the contract, you know. Um, you know, uh, one example is typical is because let's say uh, if there's things that are attached to the house, they go with the sale. Like what? Let's say there's a anything that's attached to a wall. Oh, okay. Physical attachments, great. Goes with the house in general. Okay. okay? Unless it's called out specifically in the contract. They Yeah, they're taking the washer and dryer. They called okay. that out. Okay. There's, you know, let's say there's a chandelier that's installed. That's like an antique chandelier. If it wasn't called out in the contract, then it goes with the house. So they would usually say, I'm selling you the house, but not the chandelier. Because you're like, the chandelier is a light fixture. It's fixed to the house. It becomes part of the real estate. Wow. Okay. Oh, you, you want to take that. You have to take it. So when, okay, so let's say something gets miscommunicated, right? And they didn't tell me they were going to take a chandelier. What about a walkthrough? When does that happen? And what is it? So you could walk through right before you buy. Like the day of closing or the day before? You could do it the day of, the day before. Okay. Uh, um, to make sure that the that you're, uh, you say, um Let's say you're buying this house and these people lived in it and have all this furniture and stuff, right? Yeah. And they decided, and you have a contract that says, usually, right, I'm going to buy this in broom clean condition. Right. Which means that there's no stuff in there. Okay. Right. Or the contract would say, I'm selling it to you with all that stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, you want to have a walkthrough to make sure it's broom, broom clean. Then you could say, listen, I'm not buying the house because you have all this stuff in it and you're going to pay to take it out. What if they scratch the floors or something like that? Is that just cosmetic or is that a big deal? It depends on how big the scratch Hardwood is. Hardwood floors, like nice. Yeah. I'm scared. You know, you, have to, you could specify how it's being delivered mm-hmm. uh, in the contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, very often what they do these days is – they say, listen, I'm selling you the house as is, where is. Mm-hmm. So all these things, they're included in the in the price. That's why your home inspector is important. And then you can have what you would do if they breached the contract is either you could not close or if you closed, 
you you know you can go after them for these things. Get a little more money off. Yeah, you could, but again, you have to go to court, and it's like not easy. Oh no. What about um, I don't know if you mentioned like transfer of the deed. What is it? explain that? So, when you buy a house, like we said, the house is there. Mm-hmm. So you have paperwork that says, "I'm buying the house." Right. So there's a company. Usually, the title company says, "Okay, Melissa, we have to pay the guy the purchase price, right? Mm-hmm. That we agreed to." And to do that, we have to make sure we're getting the guy to sell you the house. So we're not going to give him the money before he signs over the deed to you, ownership. So he's going to sign ownership over to you. But he wants to know that you have the money. So you actually have the title company collecting the money from you, from the bank. The title company says, I got the money. Now, title company is going to collect the things that he needs to collect from the seller, the deed, and says, okay, I got the deed. And then that's called escrow. He, he holds it into a state of of in between, which is escrow. And then they break escrow when they have everything they need, the money, the things from you, and then the deed from him. And then they say, okay, Melissa, we got the deed signed from you. We got the money from him. I'm going to go. So the guy gives the money to the seller. The guy gives the deed to you. You have the house. Oh, so when does the money go to the title agency? Before Bef- the clo- at closing or before? Before, before clo- the closing is the actual time when it gets broken, the deed to escrow. This was so helpful, personally. <laughs> like you could send the money okay. to the title company before, but you know the bank. Yeah, the bank is going to charge you for the money as soon as they release it. So they, the bank really has it lined up where they're just doing it right before or at closing. Okay. And usually, you know, closing takes like a day or whatever. And you're like getting the money's coming in and going out and, you know, however long that takes, usually it's a day or mm-hmm. hours. Do you have transfer tax in? So in New, York, New York City, there's transfer tax for the seller, uh, 3%. Oh. There's also a thing called the mortgage recording tax where for any new money that you're borrowing, there's a 2.8% tax that you pay on that. The, the buyer buys, the buyer who's getting a mortgage pays for whatever, however much they're borrowing, they're paying like almost 3% of a tax on that. The The seller has to pay the transfer tax of 3%. The seller usually has to pay the mortgage broker, the, the, the real estate broker. Mm-hmm. You usually have to pay the mortgage broker Mm-hmm. Which comes out of the, the 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 mortgage loan, you you usually have to pay for the closing costs, right? And and I think it's a little different in PA. In my municipality, it's going to be two percent, and that's split between the one. buyer and the yeah, seller. We still, have that. we still have that. Yeah, so maybe we're still back in the day. No, no, so that's no. I'm saying in, in Pennsylvania, I used to do a lot in Pennsylvania. Oh, and yeah, two percent. Everybody, one percent uh, is paid exactly. by the seller. One percent is paid by the buyer. That seems fair. <laughs> It's what it is. You know, every municipality has exactly costs. Yeah. Okay, really good. So, title insurance company is very crucial in this whole transaction. Somebody somebody has to manage the transaction, right? Because because someone could just sign the deed to you. There's different kinds of deeds. Mm -hmm. There's a quick claim deed, special warranty deed, 
there's a there's a there's a there's a, a host of different kinds of deeds. So a quick claim deed is the guy goes to you. No, you know what, Melissa, I'm signing over the house to you, and he signs it over. Okay, sounds right. good. You like sounds great. You know, if you don't know he could do that, you know all that. So you want to make sure, you know, and the bank's like, well, I, you know, it's a big transaction. I want to make sure that everything's good. You know, there's a lot of things that you want to make sure, and the government wants to make sure we're done properly, because as we said. There's a lot of parties to this transaction. They want to make sure that, you know, it's the biggest deal. And yes, things can happen in a lot of different ways, but uh, we want to make sure that the, you know, things were done in a way to protect people that don't know, that are not experts in the domain. Mm-hmm. Definitely can relate to that one. <laughs> but it's all a learning process. You know, everything that we're doing hopefully will help us you know, for life. And it's just, it's a whole new conversation we can have with people now. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's and, very and, informative. And to your point, I think something will come up that you don't know. You know, that's what I'm here for. It just did. Yes. And you know, the, you, these questions will come up and you're like, Oh, what do I do about this? And I'll say, that's not a big deal. Or that is a big deal. And I've had, I've handled it or whatever. And you're like, oh, okay. And then I might have to call somebody also that I don't, you know, I said, what do I do about this? Oh, it's a, $20,000 thing. Okay. I got to put that in my, or I, you know what, what happens with home inspections, both on the buying and the selling end of these will come back and the buyer will go, Oh, you know, I had a home inspection and uh, these things are wrong and I'm not going to buy the house unless you fix them. Wow. Or, or give me the money to fix them. Is that or common? Cause when I was doing my research, they said like 90%, you won't get anything. It depends on how it was represented to you. Okay. You know, I walked into the house and I didn't see an issue, but my home inspector said this is not working. Right. And the contract that we have said that this is supposed to work. All appliances are in working order. Right. It says it. And you're like, right. but the guy said it's not working. Right. The ice maker doesn't work. It doesn't work. Like, uh, you're going to fix it or not? <laughs> so this is good. It's it's again. This is all communication, right, between the buyer and the seller and your brokers and the title insurance company. And I, I think something I've learned too is just ask questions. Like I called up the title insurance company and I was just like, "What's the difference between this enhanced coverage and regular coverage?" Like, and I didn't even know what co what costs I'm like submitting to. And I'm like, "Tell me." And they did. And I just asked. I asked a lot wait, of questions. Wait till, wait till you see the closing cost. If you ever look at the closing cost statement, you're like, "Document I, review fee, document delivery fee." Like, what? What the? Why? Yeah. Like, it costs fifteen dollars to wire. Why are we charging me a hundred dollars? Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's a whole new world. I'm excited to be entering it, okay. and happy to have you as my resource. For everyone listening, call in with your questions. What's the Albert phone? can Albert can be a resource for you too. That phone number is 646-580-3015 on the Ask the Landlord hotline. If you have any questions regarding renting, buying, selling, property, land, prefab we never talked about, um, old homes, radon, right? The list goes on. Anything you want to... Uh, insulation, you know, cutting down trees, even <laughs> like property lines. Ooh, that's a great one. Surveys. I could, we could go on and on. Right, Albert. Right. That's right. So anything, just call, give us a call. We're here. We want to bridge the gap in this whole 
realm of real estate, right? That's right. Thank you. For more episodes, please subscribe to Ask the Landlord on your favorite podcast platform. We'd appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the show, check out our Ask the Landlord YouTube channel. If you have a question for Albert, feel free to contact him on Instagram at AskTheLandlord and check out his TikTok at AskTheLandlord. Bridging the gap between landlords and tenants, this has been Ask the Landlord. Thanks for listening. Thank you.